Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. My name is Shay Ryan Douglas, and in this series, we explore community connection, optimal human potential, and transformational collective growth through inspiring stories and conversations with a diverse range of people who are working towards positive change in the world. This is really exciting, and I hope you enjoy this episode. To get the full video versions of all the interviews on this podcast, please visit earthheroestv.com and I'd greatly appreciate it if you took the time to like, share and subscribe. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Shay Ryan Douglas and I'm really excited today. I have a special guest in the name of Bob Eden who has a wonderful life story to share with us all. He is a part of the Brave New Life Community Network and he's done some phenomenal things in his life from being a muso at Woodford Folk Festival for many years and as well as um, being open to share some vulnerable truths about his experiencing with overcoming and resolving these deeper states of depression, anxiety and looking at how we can actually use this story in a way that is empowering, inspiring and life-changing for those who also may be experiencing these deeper, denser emotions, which is a normal part of life and maybe on a heightened experience for many people around the world, given the circumstances that's going on with some challenges arising um, every day for all of us. And so I just really wanted to welcome you, Bob. Thank you for your time and thank you for sharing this powerful message with the world right now. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it. We get together every Monday to have a community conversation around feeling-based relating, which Bob is a really integral part of that community and is always open in sharing his heartfelt messages. And it's bringing... So, Tremendous wisdom, a great insight and perspective um, after many years of experience. Uh, Bob, I just wanted to invite you to maybe just share, you know, your 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 story with um, our viewers today. Well, but why am I here? You know, um, why am I here? What's driving me? Every forty seconds, somebody dies because of depression. And they do not have to and i am living testimony to that and i won't go too much in depth in my story because i've already done that it's out there it's on brave new life if anybody wants to know the intimate details of my story i had a very abusive childhood um but i went back and healed the wounds of my childhood and deprogrammed myself from all the conditioning that i got and um and on the other side um my life is awesome because i am master and commander of this life that i do create and i take full responsibility for it and um but what i you know and i've been pushing the, the message of gift of depression for about seven or eight years now on over 200 uh, radio interviews and many um interviews like this so my story you know if anybody wants to know the the minutiae just Google uh, the gift of depression, Bob Eden. And I recently did an interview with Tom Barnett that really goes into a lot of detail. But what I would really like to focus on um, is the title of this um, interview, 
and that is the end of depression and I'll drop a bomb here because for me and I've been researching this since my first panic attack in 1984 and I've got an amazing intellect but I never went to university thank God I didn't spend all those extra years in indoctrination but that's that's another story yeah but what I, yeah, what I would like to do is just I can now understand from my knowing I know for me why depression rates are rising suicide rates are rising and I'd just like to share with you the understanding that I have explicitly saying that this is just my story because after all we are all Sue we're all sovereign unique and equal and I will never claim to speak for anybody else so I'll just I'll remind you where I'm coming from I'm just here to kiss Sue keep it simple sovereign and Sue we are all sovereign, unique, and equal. So, go. I'll go back to about the 1930s. And um, at that time, the Rothschilds um, kind of owned the banking system. The Rothschilds and their enclave. Uh, they owned the banking system. They owned the oil industry. And because they owned the oil industry, they own the petrochemical industry and because they own the petrochemical industry they own the pharmaceutical industry because all pharmaceuticals are petrochemicals but they also took control of the education or indoctrination system and also the health system or what is now truthfully a disease management system so going back to my experience and things you've talked about often Shay is our essential nature of being what is our essential nature of being and I was an essential natural being up until about the age of two years old that was when I was magnificent the world was a magical place I was totally in the flow and in the moment and then the arrows began so you might not want to call this story just another game of bows and arrows ah so from about the age of two through my abusive childhood I lost the belief in myself you know my parents were telling me one thing but my intuition was telling me another thing and then my school was telling me one thing but my intuition was telling me another thing but because of the abuse I gave away my belief in myself at a very early age probably about four years old and and so that was the first arrow into my soul if you like into my heart but I was young and strong and carried on and then growing up and you can look around at any toddler who's magical and wonderful but 
but by the time they're six seven or eight the magic's beaten out of them you know they're just walking around and doing as they're told and not being very creative and yeah just numbed out anyway so that loss of the belief in myself that was the first arrow and the first little pain but i carried that pain for many years and what i've noticed since the 1950s is more and more as more and more of our freedoms and rights and natural attributes that we were born with to live freely on this planet have been taken away every right that's been taken away every sense of freedom that's been taken away from me is just another arrow into my soul into my heart and so time goes on time goes on until i i sort of woke up realizing that um everything i've been taught everything i hold as truth everything i believe it's just a lie and i was so angry so very angry now i've been listening to lots of people talking about oh depression and mental illness and and you know there is a way through and but most of the people that i've seen being interviewed have, have not actually experienced depression and the pain of depression was very real. It's a result of all those arrows that were fired at my soul. And so I'm really grateful to Shay for allowing me to share the story of somebody that has actually worked through depression. And, and I came to the realization that depression is not an illness, it's a wound of the soul. I was born into a corrupt society and for me to be able to function in this dysfunctional society some way I had to deal with this pain so when I had my first panic attack and I was still in you know in the matrix in the left brain I went to a doctor and he said oh you've got depression take these drugs and and yeah they worked because they numbed me down so that I couldn't feel the pain of not living a beautiful and joyous and free life and that I could fit in with society. And so, you know, I took antidepressants for probably about 20 years, but um, come to realize that um, they're a self-fulfilling prophecy they even tell you on the little label in the packet can produce feelings of anxiety and suicide. And my realization was, well, this is a no brainer. You know, these guys don't want cures. They want customers. And with that realization, I just threw my medications away about eight, nine, 10 years ago and went cold Turkey and came to the realization that what was I, what I was afraid of was the immense power of the feelings that were, I was having. They were overwhelming. And so I went through a two week period of just letting all these trapped emotions, these trapped feelings vomit out. I was on my boat, which is a great place to do it because there's, there's nobody around. Like, 
if I went through that in the supermarket, they'd throw me in the loony bin. But yeah, I got all those feelings out. Got all those feelings out. And so now I really, I really do understand why more and more people are getting depressed. And this COVID exercise is just another example. That's probably another six arrows into the soul of each human loving human being because more and more freedoms are being stripped away you know and 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 like if you don't make a stand and go in and do the work and reclaim your belief in yourself then this this monster is just going to roll over you And, and it just makes sense to me, Shay, because the evolution of consciousness is exponential. Do we agree on that? Yeah. yeah. Looks like it. And so we've just turned the corner in the evolution of consciousness. So if consciousness is evolving exponentially, everything else is. And so depression, suicide, everything even wisdom is evolving exponentially and so we're at the the turning point now the turning point and we are eight years into the age of integrity and so it all fits the big picture you know there is meant to be an increase in the pain of humanity until more and more people more and more loving human beings experience that pain and going to say, well, this is not my pain. Where's it coming from? And it's coming from, you're not living your truth anymore. You know, you're not standing up for your inalienable God-given birthrights. You're just rolling over. But I take great solace because when I look around the world, more and more people are standing up, they're speaking the truth and um and in that way very soon we'll we'll reach critical mass and the tipping point will happen i i am living my dream i'm living my truth and i'm just a simple bloke and if i can do it anybody can but i had to silence the mind and just listen to my heart and obey my body the further we have moved away from nature the more corrupt society our society has become and then the, <laughs> and the way most people deal with that corruption is to medicate the pain that it brings into their lives so i'm open to questions now awesome thanks for sharing bob i really appreciate your insight having lived experience in this particular topic and one thing I'm curious to ask you is if someone is, you know, potentially moving through tougher times right now, if they're having these feelings of anxiety and depression and not quite sure how to navigate it or identify and associate um, these feelings to this experience, what's your suggestion in a way that people can, can become aware and resolve some of these deeper parts to themselves that might be challenging 
um, I'll give you a moment to think of it and and while you're while you're um, before you share your answer I just wanted to acknowledge those joining in right now and watching this live broadcast um, we've got see Lillian Montez uh, she says thank you Bob for sharing I agree Bob your story is is quite powerful uh, we've got another Facebook user who says mind awakening topic I can recall to your story Mr. Bob greetings from Sweden and lastly, Karina Swings, sending loving blessings. So I just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, please like this video if you get something out of it. Leave us a comment. Let us know if you have any questions. We'd be happy to discuss them and share them. Otherwise, Bob, um, I'm curious to hear your perspective on this one to, to give a little bit of empowerment back to the people if they also find themselves in a challenging situation as you have um, navigated out of. Well, for me, it comes, it all comes back to personal responsibility. Taking responsibility for my life. I am master and commander of my life and I take full responsibility for that. And so what I would say to everybody is, how long are you going to live in pain and what are you willing to sacrifice to live in paradise, to live your dream, to live your truth, to live your passion. Are you content to give all that away for a weekly pay packet? Now, if you are, fair enough, it's your choice. But in my journey, I lost everything. I lost my career, I lost my wife, my kids, um, everything. And Cyclone Debbie in 2017 took away my home and everything I possessed. But in my own journey, and I've even bet my own life on trusting my inner tuition, and I'll share that if you're interested later. I'm now, I'm, I'm content with me, you know. For me, freedom is an inside job. We, you know, just look at, look at the animal kingdom. Every other species on this planet is busy working away, earning their existence, if you like. But their jobs just really are feeding themselves, breeding, and looking after the environment. And none of these creatures' jobs are le leading them to mass suicide. It's only humanity that has this belief that they've got to work, produce, consume to be of value. Now for me, I'm a human being, not a human doing. I don't have to do anything to justify my existence on this magnificent planet and the Whitsunday Islands, which is just paradise on Earth, you know. I don't have to do anything. Just being, being me is enough. So I'm content with me and I have nothing to prove. You know, I'm not in competition. So, you know, stop competing with everybody. We're here to, to work in common unity. 
in harmony. Yeah. So if anybody's struggling, that's the question you want to ask yourself. Am I willing to continue living with this pain? Or am I brave enough to go within and find my own truth? Because I have found all of my solutions, and that's S-O-U-L, that's a Bob word. I found all my solutions within my heart. So that's the challenge, I believe. People, you just got to find a way to listen to your heart. Trust your body because your body knows what it needs. Always. Because your body is still connected to nature. You can survive without the left brain. <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, I love it, man. That's great. And and I really resonate with this message of, you know, going within, journeying deep within your heart, deep within your your spirit and, and listening to that intuitive guidance that our body innately knows how to um, return to. It's like it, it just re-enabling that natural instinct as animals as you spoke to. And we've just received a, a comment here um, from another Facebook user I wanted to acknowledge saying, finding happiness in small things and learning to appreciate what lives give you. Love yourself the way you are. Everything happens for a reason. That's really powerful. And Karina's also just popped in a little question. She said, my dear friend's daughter who is in her 30s is hearing voices that are telling her very terrible things. I wonder how I can help her. And that's a really great question because it's, I mean, I would love your perspective on this, Bob. It seems that, what, like you said, when we listen and we journey within, we listen to you, to our hearts, as you spoke to, it's, it seems to be telling us messages all the time. If there is, you know, a, an unpractice of listening and understanding and uh, aligning our path, our truth and our message with these so-called messages that are coming through from our heart, from our higher spirit, how what, like how do we navigate that process or how did you navigate it in resolving um your through your experience resolving anything that was unresolved in the emotional energetic um feeling body to be able to come to the place you are now to become complete connected and whole with uh these parts of yourself what what does that process look look like um from your experience yeah, um, my immediate response is going back to Sue. We are all sovereign, unique, and equal. And so that lady's question was, how can she help her daughter? Well, the best way really is just to acknowledge how beautiful, wonderful, and majestic her daughter is and not buy into the fear porn. Because that those fears do not come from the heart they come from the wound they come from the wound and so for me what worked was going back and healing the wounds of my childhood because that was when all the damage was done between the ages of two and seven or eight because that's where it's all laid in so i can't fix anybody nobody can and it's the hero's journey. And it, it may sound harsh, it may sound 
brutal or blunt, but for me, it's the truth. I can't heal anybody. All I can do is let my own light shine, you know, and share my story. So, yeah, that's my answer to that. Sorry, it wasn't more uh, uplifting. I really appreciate your perspective there, Bob. It seems that this imprinting period, uh, which a lot of doctors speak to, uh, particularly one as an example I could use is Dr. Bruce Lipton, who I've spoken with in person, who, who really speaks to this developmental stage of our consciousness in our brain and our bodies as younglings and how we can really be impacted from our environment in a really positive, loving way or in potentially a more damaging, um, unresolved emotional way. And, and it sounds like from what I'm hearing from you, Bob, that experience has to do with, uh, you know, the, the abusive childhood that you had, that you spoke to and how that had repeated in your life over and over again until you were willing to sit with it and bring it back home to the heart, resolve it, look at it from a new perspective and enable yourself to realize that you are now not a victim of your past but choosing to be a creator of your destiny moving forward. And it's powerful to witness you and hear you share this story so now that you don't feel that you are you know, a victim of this world but you have empowered yourself with the the knowing the wisdom that you are loved you are you are whole and you are really grounded in that connection that you have resolved this in a way that you feel it's has the potential to be a catalyst for shifting the, the minds and perspectives of others to realize within themselves that they too are um, a unique beautiful sovereign individual as you mentioned and and they're on their own journey of witnessing their journey and exploring their life so it seems to me what you're sharing is this process of self-inquiry self-reflection introspection of looking deeper within what is it within me that feels uh, um, anything that might be hindering or holding me back that might be limiting me in my life and how or where what is the root cause of this uh, circumstance that I can really reevaluate and look at in my life is this serving me to move forward or am I willing to let go and move on and and realize that this is a gift for me to to use in a way that I can support humanity through my experience and my perspective and I just wanted to really just um, thank you for sharing Bob it's a powerful <laughs> message that you bring to this world particularly in this time and um, well, is there anything else you feel to share? Yeah, yeah, I could go on for weeks, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, doing the inner child work, I became very accustomed to going back and sitting in that space. You know? And one of the questions I asked myself was, what's my earliest memory of me no longer believing in myself? And so with that, that question, I went back to my childhood and it was it came back as clear as day. I was about four and three quarter years old. It was a Sunday morning. I got up and brushed my teeth and combed my hair, put on my red T-shirt and bounced down to breakfast, sat at the table and mum said, Bobby, 
go and put go upstairs and put on your your blue t-shirt because you love your blue t-shirt so i stood up confused thinking well no i love me red t-shirt that's why i put it on but i can't argue with mum because she's mum and she's very violent and she's about 80 foot tall so i went up and took my red t-shirt off and put my blue t-shirt on and that is my earliest recollection of me no longer believing in myself and just like trust and virginity once it's broke through half of my adult life no longer believing in myself and believing what other people told me like psychiatrists said you're clinically depressed you need to take these drugs to fit in what a lot of bullshit that was yeah so that's that was my first recollection but by going back and healing the wounds of my childhood i reclaimed my belief in me because i am unique and if i am unique i am the only expert on my life and another pivotal moment i'd like to share is and it ties into believing in myself i totally trust my intuition and i've actually bet my life on trusting my intuition and it was about seven or eight years ago i was out on my boat fidelio in pioneer bay it's about 7 30 at night and up in the tropics it's dark you know by 7 30. and i was just sitting down below naked as you do well i did living on a boat in the tropics no neighbors bugger them you know and i'm just on the laptop there on my dog's part of his facebook page and all of a sudden the lights went dim and I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. But I looked over at the uh, volt meter, uh, 12.8 volts. That's okay. <sighs> and I couldn't breathe. And I don't know if Shay, if you've been in any near-death experiences, but I've had many. And time becomes irrelevant. It just seems to freeze. And so I'm sitting there, pondering what to do. And I just typed into Facebook. Hey guys, if I don't type anything in the next 20 minutes, can you get Volunteer Marine Rescue to come out and get Barnaby? Because I thought, well, if I cark it tonight, well, after he's eaten me, he's going to starve to death. So that was my concern. And again, I couldn't breathe. And just here, at the edge of my vision, there was this black silky wispiness that, you know, I just could not bring into full focus. And I thought, oh no, hello old friend, I thought, it's all over Red Rover, the Grim Reaper's come to get me. And so I could have typed in, hey guys, uh, send the water police, send the ambos, I think I'm having a stroke. But I just sat with my body and just let my body do what it wanted to do. So my body took me up the companionway, out onto the open deck. I looked up at the sky and there were two full moons. The bay I was in, Pioneer Bay, surrounded by mangrove trees where crocodiles live. It's after dark when crocodiles and sharks feed. But 
I just threw myself into the bay and then lay back like a great big starfish and then all of a sudden there was a and I could breathe again and that was the night I consciously chose to bet my life on trusting my inner tuition that was my rite of passage okay end of story <laughs> beautiful bob thanks for sharing man um i really appreciate that you're willing to just drop into these vulnerable moments and share the realness and uh and be raw with it um i want to acknowledge jesse romero just coming through saying hi and I had a similar experience. It was a very dark day and had some paranormal things happen to me. Um, it's a really interesting topic and probably one we could definitely dive deep into in, in another episode around um, near-death experiences and what that um, is like for people because I'm super curious as to what happens after death, what happens after life because most it seems that most people have uh, no idea and it's the fear that holds us back from actually living um, our lives as it is in the fear of dying and maybe potentially if we're able to fully comprehend and befriend the the depths of what happens in the darkness of death it might bring light to the life that we get to live as human beings. And I just got another comment coming through. Jabaru says, hello. She says, um, I've had a couple of near-death experiences as well and would be happy to share. That is a great idea, Jabaru. I'd love to have that conversation with you as well. Um, but just to keep it relevant to the topic of ending depression, the end of depression, as we've titled this conversation with Bob Eden, who has experience in this. Um, I'm, I'm just curious, what does it take for us as a collective to fully end these, these feelings of depression? Is that even possible? Definitely, absolutely definitely. Without a doubt, I know within Within the silence of my heart, I found a place I call my knowing, and my knowing has no words, and that's where I'm speaking from. I'm just a simple bloke, and I've sown a seed, and the seed will blossom and grow. If I can get to this place, then anybody can. And as I said earlier, how much pain are you willing to endure instead of going within and finding your true self as john bradshaw said the greatest sin of anyone is not to become all that they were born to be right. and if you have not experienced your death your own death how can you really appreciate life now you know why i'm so bouncy so joyous what am i grateful for the next breath my next breath that's what i'm grateful for so and it, it is a hero's journey you know that night on the boat i had no choice i couldn't breathe 
I couldn't breathe. And so, you know, if I'd have let that continue, I would have died. But I just let go of the left brain, just sat with my heart and my body, and my body knew what to do. And that's that's all it is. That's all it is. Why support a corrupt society? And this society this society was dying. Every empire comes to an end, you know. And all this insanity that's going on is just the beast knows it's dying and it's just becoming more and more desperate in its final death throes. So for me, everything is unfolding perfectly. Just believe in yourself. That's all you got to do. Believe in yourself. Exactly, Bob. I love your message, man. It's super powerful. I just want to thank you for your time today and opening up this conversation and supporting others on their journey to realize the responsibility that it takes to go on the hero's journey and how to really resolve any of these, uh, you know, core wounds from our child and mapping that out and exploring within. It's a really powerful message that you bring into the world, brother. I appreciate you and your commitment to doing the work internally and being open enough to share that in a vulnerable space. Um, also, just wanted to thank everyone who's been tuning in to the comments and uh, has been watching. We thank you for uh, joining us in this conversation. If you have any questions, um, please just write them in the comments. Otherwise, it, we really appreciate if you shared this video, if you liked it, and um, we look forward to uh, the Monday community conversation. If anyone would like to join the Brave New Life community, you're welcome to sign up and join us where we share on feeling-based relating. We drop into the heart space and just open up to be real, be raw, and share what's really relevant for us. I'd just like to close with one statement, Shane. Sure. I love, I love dropping bombs. <laughs> there is no such thing as mental illness. We have been lied to. The pain that ex is experienced is a growing pain. But they don't want us to grow. We can talk about that another time. Powerful. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. See you, mate. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this series. And if you'd like to listen to the full episode and get more conscious content online, tune into our online video platform at earthheroestv.com. Hope you have a great day, guys, and a huge love from me, and see you next time.